Welcome to Be More Super the Podcast. Up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. An action-packed podcast where we'll discuss all things entertainment. You're the answer to are we alone in the universe? Conventions, prop collecting, cosplay, interviews, reviews, and so much more. The show starts with host Brian Gardner right now. So on this week's episode of Be More Super, the podcast, I'm so excited. This show is one of the number one streaming shows in the US, uh, straight from Paramount Plus. It's, of course, Halo. We've got Bentley Kalu. Bentley, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, Brian. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. And I cannot believe I've actually managed to get one of the Spartans, Vanek, on the show, uh, which is cool. And before we delve into this awesome epic show um what i normally ask my guests because the last two years have been challenging to say the least in the way of the world and the pandemic but how have you kept positive how have you kept moving forwards during those times yeah you know um that's um, i'm actually very glad you asked that question when we started and um the pandemic hit and then we had, you know, the initial six month, um, everything shut down for six months. And I was having um, a few conversations with close friends. And I told them, I said, you know, this is the time where you have to um, you have to really tap into um, your patience, your resolve, you, you know, your empathy for others. Because, you see, we we had just started doing Halo when the pandemic came. So we were actually on a contract and um you know the, the showtime they were they were kind enough to actually you know give us some compensation for being out for that six months you know mm-hmm. so we were um kind of okay but you really had to test um your your patience your resolve and i did a lot of like meditation um i must have read about i don't know how many books you know <laughs> and and just training you know working out training um being in your own zone and also being empathetic to other people because there were so many people around that you know you had to take a step back and really think like wow like these guys are really going through it you know at least we had a contract you know but a lot of people were you know marriages falling apart households breaking up so that was a real test of I think the human spirit, you know what I mean? Mm. But for me, I've always kind of, um, it might be good or bad, but I've always loved challenges, you know? Anything that challenges my resolve or, you know, makes me, you know how human beings, we always want what we want now, now, now. But if something pops up that tests your patience, I actually, I actually invite that because I'm like, okay, this is a chance for me to, you know, test myself and know that I can get through it. Mm, and I completely agree. I'm that type of person that when things hit yeah. the fan, um, it's it's a great opportunity to measure your ability and how you deal with it. And, you know, yeah. you know, humanity definitely over the last two years, it's definitely divided the good and the bad. I think we've seen a lot, a lot of people be so kind. And then we've seen oh, a lot yeah. of pe- people not being that considerate. But thankfully, yeah. it's over in the U- UK where you are at the moment. Um, yeah. you know, it is getting better. You know, it's literally, it it's fantastic. So, I mean, I've had COVID twice, and I've been vaccinated oh, wow. three times. 
So literally, oh I God. should have the immune system of a Spartan. Uh, <laughs> but um, but oh fingers God. crossed, fingers crossed, I will not get one again. So let's talk about this epic show because we've seen quite a few different versions on our screens in the past year. Uh, past years, okay. sorry. Um, yeah. But this yeah. one, I've got to say, the anticipation and the build-up to it was enormous. It really, really is. Yeah. And yeah. uh, we're on. We've just seen episode six, and it's just yeah. an absolute awesome, awesome show. If you can let the viewers that are under the rocks know a bit about the show and who you play. Okay, so um, Halo is a show about basically about a place called Fleetcom, a planet called Reach. Um, now Fleetcom is. It's sort of like a military operation, and there's a scientist called Dr. Halsey, and she is, you know, in charge of like scientific um, uh, modifications of soldiers. She comes up with this brilliant, or not brilliant, not so brilliant idea to select a couple of children, you know, run them through this program, genetically enhance them, and uh, embed emotional suppressive suppressive pellets in their bodies in their spines so that they don't feel anything they just follow orders do the job they're literally like um you know they're like livestock you know mm. um so that's one part of it um the big whole thing in halo is is, is there's things called the, the artifacts that you know there are two artifacts that exist in the world of of this of this series, and when those two artifacts are found and joined together, there's what's called um, uh, it's it's an an elimination of what's called the flood, and the flood is like the lesser um, the lesser species. So the mm -hmm. covenant are the main species. Um, the antagonists, the enemies of Reach, and by default, the enemies of the Spartans. And they're looking for these artifacts as the Spartans are as well. So we're both looking for the same things. In my opinion, the artifacts are the lead characters <laughs> in the series. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, and so through that, you have um, uh, uh, diametrically opposing ideas within, within Reach, and I don't want to give too much away, but mm. I will say within the Spartan camp itself, um, yeah, because because we have you know some Spartans that decide, okay, we don't need these pellets, and they get them removed, and so you have some that's taking the pellets out, and some that have not taken the pellets out. So you have a team of four Spartans that were kidnapped since they were kids. They don't know that they were kidnapped because their memories were erased. Um, they've been training since they were about six. They've been fighting aliens for close to 30 years. And now you have two without emotionally suppressive pellets and you have two with. So this is actually gonna play out. Um, right now we're at episode six and we have three more episodes. So I will say this about the show. Honestly, the second half of this show is phenomenal. You know, mm. um, I know that, you know, the, the show kind of had, um, you know, a bit of a slow start. I get that because it was ground, um, you know, building, you know, storylines. And, and I 
also the you know there was a lot of criticisms about you know the pacing and but that i would say that was absolutely necessary because for the average guy who doesn't play halo who doesn't know anything about halo you know he has to go through those episodes to understand you know what's at stake come episode eight and nine um mm -hmm. but in a nutshell, that's what Halo. Without, I, I can go on a rant for the whole of this interview about it. But <laughs> and, yeah, and do you know what? You're, and and you're talking about me there because literally, I'm not a gamer. I'm at that age now right. where I'm going to leave the games to the young kids because literally, right. I tried Halo, and um, I'm not very good. Um, but you you play you play the Spartan one three four, which we can see yes. there on the screen. How kick-ass yes. is that character? This has got to be probably, probably. would you say, one of the best parts you've had to date? You know what? Yeah, I apologize because that was part of your your, your, your last okay? question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I played Spartan Vanek 134, and I would say, I would say that this character is the most suitable character I've had to date. And I'll say that it's the most challenging character I've played as far as the physicality, you know, being in a suit, training in the suit, and I got to learn again, I had to test myself mentally because you get in that suit. And when I tell you that suit, it's like another human being. <laughs> it's almost like if, <laughs> if you show up and you think, uh, yeah, I got it. The suit is like, oh, really? You know, and um, it's, it's got a lot in store for you, you know, but the character has been pretty amazing. He is um, absolute stoicism, military soldier, kick ass, get it done by any means necessary, no matter the cost, no matter the consequences. That's who he is, you know? And um, yeah, it, it's it's been the most fitting character that I've played to date. And I've got to say, cur currently up to um, ep episode six, I've got to say, Vanek, I definitely would have on speed dial if anything went wrong. Uh, because literally, um, he scares me one second, but I just think he's an awesome character. So how did this this part come about for you? I mean, did you know about a lot about Halo before you went for the role? And did you, you know, what what was the audition like? What did you have to do for the, for the audition? So... Um initially when i got i i got um i got a message and i did not know what it was for right and i had played a little bit of halo but i was i wasn't like a diehard fan you know um of, of like knowing the ins and outs like a nerd and you know i wasn't that but i had played a little bit so i got this message and they said oh we're producing something called um silver right and that's what they named it. And they said, oh, so we want you to go just, you know, go to the casting director's office and and just run a scene, you know, one or two scenes. And you're a soldier, you know, and you're on patrol and you really want to um, engage the target. But you have an earpiece and they're letting you know not to engage. But it bothers you that you that they're telling you not to engage and you have to follow the orders. So we want to really see that, you know, internal conflict. So I said, okay, fine, no problem, I'll go do it. So I went to do it. Um, I did two scenes and I didn't hear anything for about, I think it was about, must have been four months, you know? Wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. because I think it was 20, I think it was 2018, November, and then I didn't hear anything till 
February, early March, 20, 2019. And then they said, oh, um, uh, Otto Bath Bathurst wants to meet you in Spotlight. And so I went up, I went in there. And as I do with all auditions, I don't, um, um, how do I put this? I, 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 I love to go in being myself, you know? I, I don't like to go in with a facade, you know, or put it on an act just to get a role. I really like to just be myself, you know. So I went in the room and when I showed up, they said, oh, do you need like 20 minutes or 10 minutes? I said, no, I'm ready to go. Let's go. So I went in the room. Um, Otto was amazing. Like he has mastered the art of making an actor feel at ease. I have to say that. You know, because he was amazing. It was like I was just talking to a buddy, you know. <laughs> so I go in there and he says, what do you, he asked me about the character. And he said, um, when you read this, what do you think about, he was not named Vanek at the time. You're right. Um, I can't even remember what the name was. And he said, what do you think about this guy? And I said, well, I look at him as he is a guy that from the outside looking in, you would think he has your back, but he's a weird kind of guy because he 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 um supports the idea, if you understand what I'm saying, mm. not the individual, so to speak. So he's so um he's so stoic and and um and and focused that as soon as you step out of line with what the idea is supposed to be, he can turn on you. You mm. know what I mean? But as long as you represent the idea, you know, the team or whatever, in, in this case, it will be the, the, the idea of the Master Chief and the Spartan 2 program, you know? Mm -hmm. And so he's always, it's, let me put this, like, it's good to be on his good side. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> you know what? I would definitely be on his good side. I wouldn't want to be on his bad side. Literally, <laughs> he's so straight down the line. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think? Do you do you do you think? You know, obviously, his character in in you know these past episodes. Do you think we'll ever see him question some of the decision making that the other Spartans are doing? Because it's a wonderful thing to see. It really is. But do you yeah. think yeah. that that's going to be addressed, uh, or do you think he's going to? I I don't know. Um, approach them or or. I would say that, um, and again, I, I gotta, cause I really, I really want you guys to just watch, right? But I would say, based on everything that has happened so far, Vanek's subconscious, you know, in his subconscious, he has started to question things, you know, and it's only gonna take affirmation from someone in Fleetcom that he respects so much, you know, and, mm. and for him to be set off, you know? So um, short answer to your question is it's, it's looking, uh, it's looking more like there will be some kind of like, you know, deep divide, you know, now how long that lasts for, I can't really, you know, I'm not at liberty to say, but... <laughs> but you know what? I would just love to see Vanek in his quarters with some blues playing in the background, chilling out with a nice glass of bourbon, you know, because he's, he seems so, 
literally uptight and focused and and yeah. you know you just want him just to relax and just you know put relax, a bit of cool yeah. and the gang on and just uh yeah just chill yeah. out it would be great to see yeah. so so yeah. obviously you know you're in great shape if, if if anyone's watched social media literally i'm confused on what those bumps are on your arm someone said they're muscles um you know and and i i i model my body on tyson fury so you know, I'm more the um, you know the heavyweight boxer sort of, sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah. so you know, getting into shape for this role, um, I heard something yeah. that you went on a boot camp to get ready to be Spartan ready. I mean, what was that boot yes, camp like? Was it terrible? You know what? So the whole, I would say, the theme of the boot camp. And I've done quite a bit of training and I've done some rigorous training and I can literally, I can show up somewhere and, and I can grasp what the theme of the, of the training is. The theme of the boot camp was to make us as uncomfortable as possible, you know, mm. and because, you know, everybody knew what was coming once you get in that suit and it was brutal. It was vigorous. You know, it was not pleasant at all. There was, you know, I never really throw up, but, you know, I, I did feel close to it a couple of times, you know. Mm. Um, the funny thing with the with the booth camp was, you know, you kind of had a love-hate relationship with it because you showed up and within the first 10, 15 minutes, you were like, oh, my God, I hate this, right? And then you fell in love with it after that, you know? Mm. And when you um, understood the benefits of what we were doing, and, um, you know, I'm like a fitness fanatic. I'm like a nut. I appreciate the compliment, by the way. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and, and also, I got to tell you that the heavyweight boxing shape is not all about aesthetics because Tyson mm -hmm. Fury is incredible. You know, mm -hmm. he's got skills. Yeah. So, But having said that, um, um, yeah, so I knew how to um, what to eat. And I had to eliminate a couple things like all the sugars, the carbs had to go if I was going to be up there. And but here's the thing, though, no matter what you did in the booth camp, once you put the suit on, it was a totally different thing, you know, mm. and it was there's no way. And I always I always used to say this to like the rest of the Spartans and the cast and the crew. I said, you can't get around the suit. You have to go through it. Mm. You know, you, you just had to because um, there's a thing in fitness where you push the wall or your threshold mm -hmm. and you had to constantly push your threshold in that suit. So again, a lot of meditation because it was all mental. It was more than physical because no matter how fit you were and shape you were, once you get in that suit, if you had a little bit of anxiety or anything and we all had earpieces. So all the other Spartans could hear if you were panicking. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> oh dear but so yeah, no secret was... conversations then uh because exactly. everyone could hear every, every, everything but but you know what yeah. talking about the suits uh, you know on the screen they look so well made and so yes. you know just look stunning i mean what were the like yes. close up and what what was it like to put that helmet on you know um i, I would say the first time i went to the fitting so i go in and, um, you know, I got the Under Armour on and it, 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 it the season one, the Under Armour was very restrictive, you know, 
it was very restrictive. Like my hands, I don't know if you can see my hands, like they could only come up to about there, you know? Yeah. I couldn't go all the way up to there, you know? Um, so I got in it. Um, they put, so the armor was, it's pieces. So you got the piece on your thigh, you got the piece on your calf, you got the shoes, got a piece on your forearm, bicep, you know, chest, back. And then I put the helmet on. And when I put the helmet on, there was a mirror right in front of me. And as soon as I put the helmet on and I looked in the mirror, I lost it. And I just let out a scream. They didn't understand what was happening. They were asking me if I'm okay. I said, this is incredible. You know, just looking at, it, it's kind of like, um, I got goosebumps because it was like an iconic feeling, you know? Mm. You just felt, you felt really in, invincible, you know? Mm. But it, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. And, you know, the show is epic in the way of the, uh, you know, the special effects and everything like like, like that. But what was it like being on the set? Because they've obviously done so much work to make it look so incredible. I mean, what what was it like yeah. going on set for the first day? Wow. Um, so the first day, okay, yeah, I remember the first day very well. The first day we were patrolling through the woods. That was the first time we were all together as Spartans in a forest and we were patrolling. And it was... Um, I just don't know how to put this, man. It was just epic, you know? Mm. It was epic. We came in, there were about, I think there were like two units, you know, shooting. So we came in, we, we shot the scene where we were going through, um, we were in Madrigal, and that was um, episode one. And that was literally the scene after the battle when we went and Master Chief and Kai went into the cave. Mm. Yeah, and then when he first seen the artifact, yeah, so we shot that before we actually shot the battle. That was the first thing we shot. So it was walking through the um, through the woods, and um, it was just a, a brand new appreciation for, you know, how much work they put in to make those costumes. Mm. And I just went for a costume fitting for season two. So I've just, you know, gone, and I will tell you that, <clears throat> excuse me, the costume has actually evolved. So oh, wow. it's, yeah, it's much, it's it's slicker. It looks so much better and it's much more comfortable. And they've made adjustments to, um, you know, there was a guy that was um, uh, on set and he, he brought in a 35 page report on everything that they needed to adjust on the costume. And it was, yeah. Wow. So, and they, yeah. So they use about five or six months to really make the adjustments. So it's even going to look better in season two. That is awesome. And do you know what? I've got to give a massive shout out to the stunt teams because yes. they do such oh, a yeah. good job. And I had Justin Howe on the show a couple yep. of weeks ago yep. who was Mas yep. Master Chief's stunt, stunt double. Um, you yep. being in such good shape, was there any points yep. where you wanted to do as many stunts as you could yourself? Um. I, I would actually want to take a moment as well to give a huge shout out from the bottom of my soul to those stunt guys. <laughs> I love you guys, man. I love those stunt guys. Um, so the thing was, the stunt guys are from a different planet. <laughs> you know? so, it looks like it. No matter, yeah, no matter how you show up, they're from a different planet. Um, I wanted to do as much as I physically could. But here's the thing, is when scenes were being shot, 
this was this was what was happening. They would bring a stunt guy in because each Spartan had two stunt doubles. So okay. the actor and two stunt doubles. So it looked like three Spartans on set. So as were four, it looked like we had 12 Spartans on set, you know? Wow. Um, yeah. So they would bring a stunt guy in to do, you know, a couple of takes of a scene. Once they seen that the suit was getting the better of him, they had to sit him out and swap him for the next guy to come in, you know? And then, so I was, you know, if Vanek had, um, you know, uh, a close-up, so like, I really always wanted to start, you know, and do as many takes as I could. Um, I had a, put a lot of emphasis into recovery. So I had like electrolytes and, you know, everything you need to go in my body. So I would have that as I was sitting out. But I want to. I always. I always showed up to be close by on set. So as soon as there was anything, it was literally like we were sharing the load. You know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, with the stunt guys, those stunt guys were absolutely incredible, and I, I personally don't think they get enough credit. You know. Mm. Mm. And just uh, just yeah. was saying that um, he's he's just getting ready to go over to do season two, um, oh, wow. and and then obviously you know. The show's all been completed for season one. What were your first impressions when watching the finished article? Because I can imagine with the special effects and everything, did it blow your socks off? It did, absolutely. No, it totally did. Especially that first, um, that first, um, the first battle. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I, when I watched how everything came together, and also in episode five, um, when they had that action scene. Because we that action scene was, you know, it was so chaotic when we showed up to set and it was like a briefing for about 40, 50 minutes. You know, we had to listen to everything to get everything right, safety first. And um, with the Warthog and the, you know, the driving and, you know, it, it just came together so well. Um, I have to just really quickly, I do apologize. I have to backtrack just a little bit. I want to give a shout out to my stunt double, eBay Ibrahim, and um, yeah, I want to I want to say a huge thank you to him because he he really was the the backbone, you know, for even like uh, moral support, you know, when he would always be in my ear, you know, and I got to thank that dude. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, what's been your favorite scene to shoot so far? I mean. Was it the opening scenes or is it scenes yet to come? You know what? My favorite scene actually is this. <laughs> my favorite scene is when we went into the briefing with Miranda. When we went in and we were touching the artifact, that's actually one of my favorite scenes. And that's so weird because you wouldn't think that it would be my favorite <laughs> scene. You would think, you know, you would think it would be, but the, when we were shooting that scene, we had so much fun shooting that scene, and we were, we were playing around in between cuts, you know. And it's because Miranda is she's she's like very kind of small, right, compared to the Spartans. <laughs> Against so, yeah. you, you lot, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So when we come in and she turns around, right, and she's like, oh, you know. That, that, really, that really tripped me out. And you're like, where's she gone? Where's she gone? I can't see her. Oh, yeah, yeah she's down there. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
That's so funny. But then, right, right, the close second, the close second is um, the action scene in five and the magical battle at the start of one. Do you know what the the episode one is probably the best opening of any show. Literally, talk think, about starting the show with a bang. And I know you mentioned been. earlier on that it was quite a slow burner to begin with, but I've got to say, yeah. it, it's fantastic. I mean, it, it sets up the characters in the correct way. And you're right, you know, there, there are people out there that don't play the game. And it's yeah. great to see. I mean, I've got a friend, and I will call him out. His name's Rob. He said he's not going <laughs> to watch it because Master Chief takes his helmet off. And I, right. and right. do you know what? I've just turned around to him and said, you know what? You should be pleased that they're still flying the flag and they're making right. a, a show out, out of Master Chief and Halo. Um, right. I, right. I will, will persuade him. I really will. Um, what sure, was sure. the premiere like to go to? Because I had uh, Ryan McParland on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he yeah. is quite a small individual as well. And yeah, um, I, 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 yeah, I pointed out that there was a photo of you all together, and it reminded me of a school photo where the tallest people right. were at the back and the smallest people at the front, and he was at the front, right. uh, which just ah, made me chuckle. Ah, it really ah. did. I mean, what was the premiere like? Because it looked awesome, and I must say, after the pandemic, it must be really nice to actually go out to an event with people around you. Right, right. Well, first, I got to say, Ryan is a really close friend of mine. I love that guy. I love him to death. Um, but the premiere, I didn't go. I couldn't go because I was in Morocco. I was shooting something in Morocco, and I had um, I had dates to film on the day of the premiere. So it was it was soul crushing, but I, I, I couldn't go to the premiere. Yeah. And they didn't, and, and, and they didn't even take a, a cardboard cutout of you. You know what I, I mean? I you know, hold you there. You're there in spirit. That's not fair, is it? Well, hopefully, fingers crossed, what, for season two. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got, but my, my, man, my managers in LA, they went over there on my behalf. So. Of course they did. They had fun. They went yeah. over and had a good time. They had drinks while yeah. you was in Morocco, you know, working your backside oh, off. Yeah. Earning Absolutely. their money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the next question would be: Did you liberate any costume pieces or things from set? You know, um, short answer: No, no, you couldn't. Be, and the reason, the reason is, <laughs> is because right, this was such a, it was such a huge machine, right? And it was first time this costume was the hardest costume that they've ever made. Mm -hmm. the company that made the costume, you know, and they do a lot of costumes for a lot of films. And they told me personally, this was the hardest costume they've ever made. So, uh, you know, with respect to them, you know, I wanted them to have as much back as possible. So they would need references to make adjustments, you know, um, what I would have really loved. I would have loved it if I could have taken a helmet, but I could have, you know, yeah. Do you know what? If the costume department is listening, or any anyone from the stu stu studio, it's only fitting, isn't it, that all the Spartans get given, I don't know, their helmet as a crew gift um, to take home and put on the mantelpiece. Because I've seen the show. There there are plenty of helmets in the background on shelves. Right. You, do, right. you know, do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. 
they can miss yeah, one. We, it's fine. We, yeah, we, yeah, we might, we might get like some models made, you know, to give us. But you know, <laughs> I, I wasn't complaining at all. <laughs> and and one of the last last quest questions I've got for you, Bentley, is that without. Yeah. I don't know, making the studio sweat and and your NDA blowing up in your face. Um, yeah. What do you think we've got in store for the next few episodes and the end of the season? Okay. Um, all right, cool. The next few episodes... How do I put this? Okay, the next few episodes are gonna blow your socks off. Um Episode nine, the way the show ends, it's, it's, it, you know, the way the show ends, it's, I think people who like your friend Rob that doesn't watch it, the way the episode ends, once you tell him how it ended, I predict that he will watch it just, just for the way it ended. There you go. And, um, Rob. I, <laughs> yeah. I also would say that it's, it's, uh, so the last few episodes, in the last few episodes, is a test of um, resolve. Um, betrayal. How do you keep these group of soldiers focused on a mission with so much going on and things that are not said that are felt? You know, mm -hmm. you already know what at episode six, so you know what Master Chief knows, and you know the conversations he's had with Kai. And basically, Riz and Vanek, uh, you know, quote unquote, in the dark when it comes to those conversations. But you know, there's there's a storm brewing from the Covenant, you know. And it's what do you do? Do you do you sit and and play dead, or do you rise up, you know, in light despite everything, and do you prevail? So that's all I can say, unfortunately. <laughs> And you know what? Six six episodes in, and the show is yeah. getting crazy. Literally, I know yeah. you said it, it, it started out slow, but this six yeah. episodes, it's literally yeah. everything is going on, everything's happening. Absolutely. There's number of storylines yeah. that, that they're all incredible. And the great thing I like yeah. about this show is that there's no small parts. You know, the, yes. all the characters, uh, you know, are yeah. so well written. Um, which yeah. I like about shows like The Expanse was a show, for example, that was very, very good in that in that way. Um, right. So um, I cannot wait for season two. That's the other thing I, I you know, I like the fact that if it's going to leave us on a cliffhanger, we need to have another yes. season confirmed, which season Absolutely. two is, which I, we cannot Absolutely. wait. Do we have any idea of when that would be on our screens? Would it be next year or the year after? Yeah, because we um, I think the stunt guys are uh, they're, they're going in a few weeks, you know, mm. to start prepping and everything. I think the costume uh, people are over there already. We start between the second week of July and the first week of August. So between that time, we would have gone over to, I think we start in Iceland now. So we're going to do about maybe three weeks, a month in Iceland, and then we move to Budapest. And we should, I think, because now there's no pandemic, you know, mm. And now the show has got wheels. So it's like the showrunners already know, you know, the direction and, and they have a clear path. So I think we should be seeing this on our screens, touch wood, right after the first quarter of next year. If not at the right by March, you know, between March and June, I predict we should be seeing it. 
you know. That is that is awesome. In Iceland, Bentley, you must be living the dream yeah. right now. You must be having <laughs> such a great time. And and being part of the Halo, you know, franchise, literally you can pick another great franchise like it. But there is obviously no ends to your talent. So the last question is, um, yeah. you know, is is you played Genie in Aladdin, apparently. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, Which, I did. Literally, not only are you an actor, you know, a kick-ass, you know, action yeah. star, but you're also a genie. I mean, how cool is that? I mean, I mean, literally, did you bust out any songs while on set? Um Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I burst out a song. I did some high kicks. I bu burst out a rap. I did a rap and uh, <laughs> I and, presume um, the yeah, high I kicks sang. wasn't in costume. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, not in the sporting costume, no. Wow. I had these you know these wide GD pants? You know, these these really wide pants that they yeah. grip the ankles and they're really baggy. MC Hammer. MC Hammer pants. That's it. <laughs> I had on the MC Hammer pants. Yeah, and that was that was so fun. That was so much fun. That is awesome. You know what? We need to see that on social me media. So if anyone's got any footage, post post, post it on social me media. We all like Absolutely. need to see and witness this. But Bentley, you've been a great <laughs> guest, and it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. And so far. You, you you know you're, you're you're doing amazing in the show i mean i, I i'm gonna literally watch with anticipation to see how your character develops you. uh because those you. those glances um those glances to uh kai i've got to say are just yeah. fantastic Li literally <laughs> no words literally the glance over and it's 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 great but bentley you look after yourself yeah. keep safe and uh, let's look Thank forward you. to the rest of the season and season two. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take care of yourself. You've been listening to Be More Super, the podcast. It was kind of a crazy, fun experience. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Listen, my whole family loves it, man. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button and share with your super friends my world.